what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Too. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling, Sammy Callahan. The one and only shot under Willie Mack. This is Shreddy Breck, aka Mr. Clangin and Bangin. And you're listening. You are listening to. You are listening to. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Hello and welcome to Broken But Glorious of BBGWrestling.com. I'm Chris Lapp and I'm delighted to be joined on the line by the natural disaster, Nick David. Good evening. <laughs> you well? Uh, yeah, very well. Probably not the first time I've been called a natural disaster, but yeah. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, no Lance again this week. I guess he's still recovering from his match against Lucy Sky at TNT Ignition on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> it was a great show. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then he, he, at the end of the, after his match, he, he did. Lucy's guy put up a great show, showing against him, and he won with the super kick. And then after the match, he's meant to have a, he's no more contender for the wrestling than championship, but he's, he's not meant to have the match till December. That was, he won a match for a title match in a year. I don't know why, but after the match, he then challenged, um, the island, wrestling island champion, Warren Banks, for the next show in May, which I think is going to happen now. So. I thought I thought wait until December was quite a long time, <laughs> so having a whole year. <laughs> so, yeah, um, yes. So me and my family also attended the show. Um, on the show, um, Ivy beat Gina, Gina Adams to become the number one contender for Alexa Falcon's Women's Championship. That was a fun match. Yeah. <laughs> one point to the match, Gina Adams picked Ivy up for a, a, a power driver, but he, she pulled a, a tire up. And Isaac went, I can see it, Bob. <laughs> she just pulled it right up. <laughs> he gave her a proper wedgie. <laughs> oh, damn. He thought it was hilarious. Uh, and then after losing by DQ to Cameron Solis and Roughneck, when Daddy Proper, who who interfered, he'd been acting as a cameraman the whole show, and then interfered in the match, so it was a bit out of the blue. I think he's been cameraman the last couple of shows. Yeah, uh, the Monkey Union of uh, JJ Webb and Sam Bailey stole the TNT Ignition Championship. Uh, Bailey then posted a picture on Twitter later using the belt as a doorstop. And so Cameron is hmm. happy. Sam, <laughs> it looks like Danny Proper's joined the Monkey Union as well, so that's quite good. Yeah. It's quite a fun faction to have in Liverpool and, Man- and Manchester. Heel faction, so it's like, it's, it's a dead easy heat to get. Um, Tom Fellwell retained his level up briefcase against Chase Alexander in controversial. Uh, fashion, as it looked like Chase had his foot under the rope, and the uh, so and then so he argued with the ref after the match. So it looks like that feud's going to continue. And then in the main event, RPD and Summer Derson ended their feud by battering each other in a street fight. It was pretty brutal for a family show. Yeah, RPD was bleeding after it. Oh, there's uh, lots of times he put a bin over Summer's head and then hit it with a kendo stick or head hit it. Oh, yeah, it was having ringing ears by the end of it, but it was pretty brutal. And it looks like the, and they, they hugged after it, which is actually, I still think it's quite a weird way to end a feud. We've been battering each other for three matches. It looks like, because um, RPD is a boxer coming into wrestling, the feud was basically, you, you can't wrestle, you're a boxer. So he's showed Asana that he can, he is a good wrestler. Asana's the former champion before Cameron. So, so he's come in, he's beaten the former champion, so he's now proved himself he can wrestle. Then after the, after the match, Shreddy Wreck. Came out, and so it looks like it'll be RPD Shreddy as a feud going forward. So that'd be fun. 
Um, nice. Shreddy is pretty much... I don't know if he's undefeated, but he does pretty much batter everyone. I think he's, he's, he's undefeated single, in singles action. I think he's might have lost a six-man tag. But he's, yeah, he's pretty dominant in every match he's in. Yeah, amazing show. So check it out on Powerful TV when it goes up in the near future. I really recommend it. It's so fun. I can't wait for the next one. The next one's in May. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're having monthly ones anymore. So. This is Bill Bain, and you are listening to Broken But Glorious. But I think there is only one place we can really start the show by sending our condolences to the family of Scott Hall, who passed on Monday after suffering three heart attacks on Sunday. Um, he had a hip replacement surgery last week and suffered a serious complication, which led to a blood clot getting loose, so it was caused these heart attacks. It's really sad news. So another, another early 90s, 80s star lost. <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. I mean, we saw, uh, I think it was on Sunday, where all the uh, news started trickling mm. for about, he's in um, well, intensive care uh, yes. on life support. Uh, um, so what we what we were hearing about. So uh, I think, yeah, sadly, obviously we were we were sort of expecting the worst, and and yeah, sadly it has obviously it's happened um, uh, as as the last twenty four hours. So mm. yeah, it's uh, as I say, as you say, he's what sixty three, so no life really. It's not. It's yeah, not these days. No. no, exactly. <laughs> So it's it's a real real shame, as you say. He for the people sort of the nineties, um, a major star. So even to people like me, though, it's sort of when you sort of the people who sort of got you when you when you're a kid getting into the industry, sort of watching wrestling. The NWO was just the best thing back then, sort of thing mm-hmm. when I was growing up. So it, it, it's really really sad. Um, but one thing is for sure, he'll go down as one of the certainly one of the best of all times. Yeah, definitely. I'll say he is. It's probably one of the, you know, it was one of my favourites growing up on that because he, he came in 92, so I was 11 when he, when he came in. So, so, you know, he was only in a heel for a very short time, only about six months. And then he was just a bad heart, a bad ass face, which is, wasn't kind of what was done in like the early 90s. You had a, your face, you're a good guy, but he was the bad guy face. Also, it was dead, it was dead good. I really loved it. I, yeah, his, there's two um, ladder matches against Shawn Michaels for the short uh, means continental titles are still two of my favourite matches. I can go back and watch them so many times. Yeah, the whole of them. And they said he's iconic. Um, going to WCW with Kevin Nash, forming the Outsiders, which eventually evolved into the NWA when he introduced Hulk Hogan to the group, changing wrestling history forever. Yeah, and yeah starting the Monday Night Rolls, basically. So, yeah, and then... Um, he got sober 2013 with the help of his friend and colleague DDP, which was a great, and then, yeah, got inducted to the Hall of Fame and did a great speech. So, but yeah, it was very sad news this morning when I found out. Yeah, no, I, and I think you've seen as well all the tributes, uh, on oh, Twitter. So many. I mean, whilst, whilst obviously these things are so devastating, it's sort of when the wrestling industry comes together, like I've said this many times before on the show, mm. where, where we do have tragic uh, incidents that have occurred, when you sort of see the wrestling industry come together with all the tributes, it, it is nice. Uh, it's, and, um, yeah, when it's sort of seeing all the memories, people having their personal memories as well. And I think, yeah, the, 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 the one thing is, is he made a lot of time for everyone. He was, very quick to give advice as well to some of the young wrestlers coming through. Um, 
and and also and even seeing the house how big it stretches out too. We're not just talking about WWE. We're talking about a lot of the indie wrestlers as well who have got personal memories with with chatting to chatting to Scott Hall. So um, no, it's it is nice seeing all the tributes and um, just all and yeah, I'm all fully deserved. And I'm I'm really glad though we did get to see him inducted into the all thank to give that speech and, and what a mm. speech it was as you mentioned yeah. Ted. yeah I've loved seeing all the tributes on Instagram and Twitter today especially so, yeah the British wrestlers I saw Ruff Neck he was going through a bad time and then he just tweeted them saying keep, keep your chin up or something and I think yeah it really touched Ruff Neck he's just he isn't just a British wrestler but he's not a huge star on the world stage but yeah he, he saw that tweet and thought I'll so I think they do know each other. They've met each other before, but yeah. But yeah, so it was, it was a nice enough tribute. Yeah, yeah I'm just yeah, I'm, I'm lost for words. I'm just yeah, really, really gutted. So and even just thinking of recently, I mean, when he came out with the NWO at uh, WrestleMania 31, mm. um, well, I thought that was pretty cool. My good DX, um, <laughs> the battle there. Uh, again, it was nice to see him. Sort of, uh, yeah, so it's yeah, it, it is. It was a nice moment. I still don't think it made much sense in the, in the lore of WCW because Sting was against the end of the year. And then he eventually joined end of the Wolfpack. But it was a final way to, uh, to just bury WCW, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> if we're going to be honest. But um, one thing I well love to see, which is, I think, certainly, um, I think given that the, well, I'm sort of, Sort of, this should be really stating the obvious to WWE, but hmm. we've got one of the best intercontinental champions of all time. Had a famous intercontinental ladder match. Mm-hmm. Seen a lot of tweets today saying there needs to be a, a ladder match in um, sort of in, in Razor Ramon's name uh, for, for the intercontinental at, at WrestleMania one. It makes sense to do a ladder match at WrestleMania. Oh, and, and Ricochet will be a great ladder match as well. Ricochet is probably one of the best ladder wrestlers they've got in the in, in, in the industry. Oh. Um, you can have even Shawn Michaels come out and almost make do his own promo about it and a tribute promo almost mm. um, as a nod to their match uh, to set the match up. And yeah, I'm sure you can. And even if you are like worried, if you worried about sort of wrestlers, you can even stretch out to making it multi-branded to, yeah. to because it seems like they're probably going to go away from the brand the brand split anyway <laughs> post Mania. So. Um, I'd love to see, if they just wanted a one-on-one, a Ricochet, Kofi Kingston ladder match with the Intercontinental title would be great. Even that would be great as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming that, yeah, we'll, get, we'll come on to it in a minute then. Big, big E's injury, but I'm guessing they're all going to have a tag team title match, it seems. Yeah. So I, think, I think that's where it's going. So Kofi's got nothing to do now. So after, uh, him versus Ricochet for the Intercontinental title would be amazing. <laughs> 100%. I'm sure there's other guys we could throw in there as well, but yeah, they just wanted to do a one-on-one thing. But, yeah. Well, I think sometimes with the ladder matches, though, the only good thing is they, they can get some wrestlers onto the card where, mm. where usually they'll be struggling. This is nothing against WWE, to be fair. I mean, it's usually we see it at AEW as well. Um, every pay-per-view, how, how great their pay-per-views are, they naturally do have one multi-man match to try and get as yeah, many people on <laughs> the card as possible. So it's it's never a bad thing doing that. And um, so given the history of WrestleMania, usually uh, the, the the pain crowd, I'm sure, will absolutely adore to see a ladder match. Yeah, there's plenty of guys. Yeah, so I don't think Sheamus hasn't got a match yet, has he? So you could throw him in. Sheamus, is it? So you can Mac- even Mac- stretch Mora. it out to, mm-hmm. to... Yeah, Macamora. I think that's something I had. Yeah, you could do something great. 
especially with Ricochet as the champion. Yes, that's how you get to look at They haven't officially put Seth in a match yet, but that could be a way of getting him on the card as well. We'll talk about rumours later in the show, <laughs> what the rumour is for him, but if you want to do cross-brand, there's, plenty, oh, there's loads of guys they could throw. They could find six or seven great wrestlers who haven't got matches yet and throw them in. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, and other sad news, uh, former WWE and professional foot, American football doctor, Dr. David Shaw, who decided, yeah. um, I stated WWE, uh, that former WWE champion Diggy's recent neck injury um, could potentially be a pre- uh, career ender. Um, Diggy suffered an injury last week's episode of SmackDown, leading to, uh, landed on his head after a Ridge Holland suplex. Him outside the ring, it looks pretty nasty. Thirty-six-year-old uh, um, has revealed that the C1 and C6 vertebrae were fractured, so we, um, it wouldn't need surgery. But in a column, Doctor Chow wrote that he thought the C1 fracture doesn't necessarily require surgery, but they don't always heal completely, which could end. Um, he's well, could could lead to Big E's career being in jeopardy. So, so it's not confirming. It's Career's over, but it is quite alarming. But well, anything neck-wise, you don't know how it's going to go. It can be heal completely, or it can be. I think it's just really lucky you've got a big, huge neck, not that, that big, muscly neck. The way because of the way you landed, I was like, oh yeah. Mm. No, it's again, it's sort of well, a, yeah, a really bad kind of weekend with all the, with this news that we're we're sort of seeing. But um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I did, I did hear about it. I, did, I sort of watched SmackDown. I just thought. Went back and watched the clip, and yeah, it was a painful land, and really was. Um, obviously, there's been sort of different views coming out of it about from various sort of like experts about when he'll be back. I think one thing is uh, what I've learned about with anything really, mainly, mainly through COVID sort of thing. With there is mm. there's a lot of doctors who will want to have an opinion to get their yeah, sort of name across. So we, we, that's become. That's become about question over, over certainly over the course of what we've adjusted over the last twenty four months. Twenty four months. Um, so I wouldn't read too much into that. Obviously, I'm certainly not questioning this guy. He knows an awful lot more than me. Um, so I'm sure he's obviously certainly got um, concerns, and I'm sure many other doctors have. And I'm sure there'll be other doctors who will um, will, will also uh, be a bit more optimistic. So we won't know until we know, will we? I mean, at the moment, I think the main focus is just getting. His recovery mm-hmm. from a well, just from a day to day point of view, a recovery, and then the rest of them hopefully we'll we'll see, and that'll be further down the line. Um, obviously, we'd all love to see Big E back, but like we saw with, with Edge and Daniel Bryan, that uh, and albeit I know they're back in the ring now, that life has to come first. Uh, they don't want to be paralysed for life, so yeah, Definitely. I'm sure we'll, we'll get more an update further down the line. But for now, it's just hopefully that Big E can have a have a good recovery. Definitely. Yeah, we said our thoughts out to him and hopefully it'll be a quick recovery, a successful recovery and we'll be back in the ring soon. Or stay in wrestling some capacity. so entertaining that he could be a great manager or host. Well, that's, <laughs> well, that's exactly it. He's so likeable as well, isn't he? I mean, uh, he's, again, with what we said, all the tributes and loads came through about Biggie. He's one of the most likeable wrestlers um, from what I gather from in the in the back, but also just from the fans. I mean, he's so 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 really good. when he won the title this year, it was a general feel good moment. People were so buzzing for him. So you know, we're all going to be keeping our fingers crossed that we that we do see him back as soon as possible. 
Uh, and again, it is just uh, unfortunate as well. It happened to happen before WrestleMania. I mean, the amount of injuries we got, I mean, over the years, there seems to always happen where there's one sort of injury that does seem to occur in it, which ruins someone's WrestleMania, which does seem to be a, quite a common trend, um, which is just nature of the beast. Hey, this is former WWE superstar and ECW original, The Blue Meanie. And you're listening to me on BBGWrestling.com. Back to the news is in association with the best page on Facebook for wrestling news, the pro wrestling world. So we're going to start with the debut of Pete Dunne on SmackDown. I don't think they've officially, I think I haven't officially changed his name to Butch. We was introduced, we call him Butch. Um, but you'll know him by a different name. So I was like, is he officially called Butch now? Or is he Pete Butch Dunne? <laughs> I think Butch is such a lazy name, though. I was just like, because I can't with anything. I don't know. It's just... Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I've seen a thing that apparently WWE don't own the rights to Pete Dunne. So, yeah. yeah, I, I mean, why it's happened for so many years down there. I mean, what's Pete Dunne been in WWE now? What, five years at least? I'm, I'm going back. Uh, was it 16 maybe? 16 or 17 the British tournaments can't remember I think it was January 2017 wasn't it when the when that tournament was yeah was yeah it was yeah, and it, it, yeah it was January 2017 when that when the tournament occurred so yeah five years I mean you'd think that something would have clicked before them but I mean you know I suppose it's not bad from what we ha- it's not as bad as what we have seen with some it's just it's never cool when we this happens because we're just so used to as Pete Dunne. I mean, a fair play to Seamus for kind of acknowledging it, and well, WWE, I guess, as well, for acknowledging it. Going, oh yeah, you wouldn't have done the sign different, but to us, he's, to our sort of nickname, implying that at least there is a bit of history with that name. Yeah. It's, they think they've not just sort of done a classic WWE, not acknowledging it at all. Um, at least there's kind of a little bit of logic to this in the slightest, the fact that you can argue that Seamus and him, have, they've been, yeah, they've been sort of friends for a while, and, and to be fair, not, Again, we're talking about the main roster. You've got a complete different sort of pool of an audience that some people just really simply won't know anything about Pete Dunne. They may have heard the name, but they won't be able to read off his history or anything like that. So, yeah, it'll grow on me, I guess. I just, yeah, I'm just used to yeah name changes these days, and I don't know. I'm just not over. I'm Gunther's the one. Just it annoys me, so I won't be able to get over that. Yeah, yeah, that match they had. Was it three years ago? Match of the year is now Gunther versus Butch. <laughs> <laughs> In WWE law, so yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just, I don't mind them changing names if there's good. But Butch, if I think Butch, I think of the Butch the Bat, Bushwhackers, licking faces and stuff. It's a, it's a hard name to me. Or oh, it's the it's the dog from Top of Jerry, isn't he, Butch? <laughs> uh, um, I'm trying to. I think there was a dog called Butch in um um in the in in Harry um not Harry Potter uh, um in Cats and Dogs. I think it was. Yeah, I can't this is we need Lance. Lance is usually good at this weird knowledge. So yeah, <laughs> I can't think of a better name off the top of my head, but Edmund's best. <laughs> <laughs> It does sound like a dog's name, though, doesn't it? Butch, yeah. it's what you would call. Or, um, or like a nickname for someone who's got the surname Butcher or etc. Like, mm. you just sort of, I suppose that's kind of their, yeah, that, the thing that does spring to mind as well is just it got some blokes at the bar, right? Butch, uh, chuck us the, chuck us the sauce or something. Or, mm-hmm. Butch, what, what are you having? <laughs> something. So, it's not quite the kind of in a slate, like, peaky blinders kind of gimmick. 
Well, that's the thing, and he did come up with one of those Peaky Blinders hats, and obviously mm. done his from Birmingham, so, yeah, yeah that's, that's definitely what I took. That was definitely my takeaway from that. Yeah. Which, uh, I, I think it's quite fun, fun going, but just, I just don't like the day. But I'm going to say, in a couple of weeks, we'll all be calling him Butch. So we'll say, oh, I'm never going to call I'm never going to call him back for Dewdrop, and I kill all Dewdrop all the time, though. <laughs> well, that's another one I hate as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I was waiting. I was waiting calling Finn Balor, Finn Balor, because he was Prince Devitt for so long. But I call him Finn now. It's, it's, it's later days. Yeah. But um, also, um, me and me and Lance were arguing over this. That was it a good idea for Dolph Ziggler to win the NXT Championship in this new pushing new blood era of NXT 2.0. I was, my argument was he doesn't win on the main roster, so it makes the NXT roster look like a load of losers. Because their champion is somebody who loses a lot, but he's, he's he just loves. He's blinded by his love for Dolph Ziggler and doesn't see it as a problem. But I thought it was a show, yeah, it was a strange decision. I think taking it off Bone Breaker so quickly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, though, I mean, with, with, I mean, I don't mind his main roster guys making the odd appearance, but don't win the bloody title for something when you are supposed to be pushing new talent, especially given the fact that they want to move away from bringing experience in these stars to. Literally mm. using it to develop young talent. I mean, it's it, it's weird. That's the thing. They, they literally made this whole thing about changing the whole design to an XT 2.0 mm-hmm. to make it more about young stars rather than bringing in the best of the indies. Which disagree if you're not fair enough. I mean, but at least stick by your your principles. Then by it, or don't just sort of change your mind and then and then give it to someone who's been on the main roster since what 2006. Yeah. Um, so it's it's weird. It doesn't make an awful lot of sense. Yeah, I'm uh, arguing that he's a two-time world champion. So one, <laughs> one of them was up for a day. <laughs> the other one was only ten years ago. So it's not like he's he's a spring chicken. But it's not like Finn going back to NXT in the championship when he was world champion like a few years ago. He was like say ten years ago. Dolph was champion. He hasn't been relevant on the main roster for exactly. Like it's not like he's a and uh, yeah, I mean, I think with um, I think what I'm reading is well, apparently there's rumours that um, Breaker's now going to be on the main roster full time. Yeah, he had a match. Uh, him and Tommaso Ciampa had a tag team match on Raw's last week. Yeah, the week before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <coughs> so, I think so, it might be a bit early. I think he's fully developed his character side of him. I, I don't think he has. Yeah, I, I do worry that this is they're pushing him a bit too. I mean, I'd. I would have really done a big monster push. I'd have had him have a monster run with the belt for a while. But, yeah, so, I, again, it just, just doesn't make any sense by taking the belt from him so soon. Because you could have really had him have a good run, then eventually drop it to someone believable like Walter or someone. Now it just, mm. yeah. It all seems a bit like last-minute decision that they haven't really fought through. Um and yeah, I don't. Again, I don't. I think NXT is slowly falling into this kind of um, brand, which I think soon going to not really be. Well, already we know it's not what it used to be, but I think sad is, is there's aspects of it that's good, but part yeah, of me feels. Yeah, like I've, I've, I've only started watching it in the last couple of weeks again, and I enjoyed it. So. I, I fear it's falling into the the, the main roster category, like the. Um, the main roster mistakes of we we'll, we we'll, we'll won't really consider long term booking. We won't have much plans in place. Yeah. Whereas before Venix, that was always one thing that was very good long term booking. They kind of always knew roughly when they wanted to bring stars up. 
roughly who the, the title changes, etc., the feuds they had planned. I feel now it's just all turned into a little bit of a mess in terms of... I think the, it's really hard to have a, a two-hour development show as well. I think it goes back to 45 minutes an hour. It's a lot better than having so many new people at once. I mean, it was, it was great when the you know, NXT was an hour. You wouldn't see the same people every week. You'd only see them like once or twice a month. So you never got exactly. sick of anyone. It was great seeing them. I was like, yes. So, Definitely. And well, there's also other new NXT show as well. Level Up, the one that used to be 205. Yeah, I'm not oh, watching that. Um, yeah, it's, it's, as I say, it's all a bit of a mess. So uh, just fingers crossed that, um, yeah, uh, that it does improve and hopefully we're proved wrong by Dolph. But for me, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sold on this. Yeah, I'm just hoping, yeah. Braun wins it back pretty quickly. Unless they just thought they needed a big match for WrestleMania weekend. Well, that was also my thing. This ticket sales really haven't done well, mm. for the, given the fact that you're asking fans to... Because it's a lunchtime show, so... Yeah. Uh, for America, so you're asking fans to watch that and then watch WrestleMania Day. Someone's done WrestleMania weekend. It's that you already... You've, you see a lot of wrestling when you're out there. You've got all the indie... You do all the indie stuff, which is great. We did think three shows in one day. It does take its toll on you. And then I think once you've done all the indie stuff where you have multiple shows in a day, you are grateful just for them, the evening kind of shows. Mm-hmm. So to ask some, and given the fact these aren't going to be very quick shows as well, I mean, you're asking someone to sit for a, presumably what's going to be a two and a half hour takeover in the Definitely. afternoon, then another three and a half hours, four hours in the evening. It's, yeah. And not to mention the cost as well, an added cost to fans for that. So, yeah, whether it is, a, it, it, I'm sure it probably is a, a budge to try and get a few more sh- uh, tickets shift. Yeah, even if it's, I don't know, because they've done it on the Thursday, if they didn't want to do it on the same day. Or, so well, that was my thinking, yeah, but then I, I don't know if that clashes with anything else. But yeah, I, I was thinking they would have done the first night. Smackdown and the Hall of Fame were on the same night, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, which is fair enough. Um and that's probably a good way to actually, because I know Hall of Fame's usually one they struggle to sell tickets for. So, um. I'll just, I'll put it on the, I was going to say put it on Tuesday, but they have the show on Tuesday anyway, so they could just have a massive special show on the Tuesday. <laughs> but, I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, I suppose you could do it post WrestleMania, yeah. But, well, it is what it is. It's going to be an afternoon, so hopefully it'll be, it'll be a fun show, but, um, yeah, I well, just. say um, over here, it'll be, it'll be a bunch of time here, so we'll be able to watch it live. Right. So, no, it'll be lower evening when it, it'll be about if it's midday start there it'll be what six PM our time in Texas yeah. six hours so yeah. quite a nice yeah a nice evening I suppose that will also easy be easy as well if you're trying to stay awake and you can watch that and then you should be able to fingers crossed plough through for the for the main one yeah I will I'll, yeah I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll get doubt I'll stay up for the last main I will watch it in the morning I think as soon as the kids wake up. Probably my thinking as well. <laughs> yeah, I think the last WrestleMania I stayed up for was when Brock Lesnar beat Undertaker. So that was a good few years ago. I stayed up for both nights for the um, one when it was literally behind closed doors um, because, funny enough, there was absolutely nothing else going on there at the time <laughs> because I was furloughed and, yeah, there was literally, I couldn't go out, I couldn't drink, yeah, literally nothing else. Mm. So, yeah, that was the last one I stayed up for. Yeah, I think we watched, yeah. It's going to be difficult to find time to watch the second night on the Monday, though, unless I can work on home that day. <laughs> oh, I'll see. That's welcome. Yeah. <laughs> right, uh, NXT, uh, AEW side of things. 
looks like it's the end of the inner circle. We've now got the Chris Jericho Appreciation Society, which made me laugh when he said it. I thought, I thought they were just going to carry on the inner circle, just replace the tag team and the, the cruiserweighty guys. So they'll get rid of Sammy Gut, Sammy Vara and LAX and bring in 2.0, what are they called? Uh, yeah, 2. They were, they were, um, and Daniel, Daniel Garcia, yeah. Everrise, yeah. that's it, yeah. I always like that with NXT, Everrise. But, yeah, but yeah, so it's going to be interesting going forward. It's, just, it's nice to see Jericho back in amazing shape and him being heel is always fun. So, and when Jake Hager came out, I was like, oh, see, Jake Hager, I say, I don't call him Jack Swagger anymore, so it's so easy to get rid of the names. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, when he came out, I was like, ooh, he's not going to tell on Jericho. Yeah, but I thought, oh, is he going to turn on LAX? And yeah, yeah, he turned on LAX. So, so it was quite. So I'm, I am really interested to see where this goes. I'm quite sad to be. I really enjoyed the inner circle, but I think it has ran its course, and it is time for like LAX to go off and win titles. And Sammy Guevara is doing great where he is. And yeah, it's going to be interesting to go forward. Yeah, I, I agree with this as well. Um, I think yeah, it's a pretty. I mean, yeah, as you say, LAX can go off on their own. Um, and be yeah, try and get those belts on their own. And um, same with Guevara, he's doing fine on his own. Um, I would still want them to be called the Inner Circle. I think they'll just execute. That's yeah, nice also, yeah. yeah. I just think keep them, keep keep the keep, keep the name as the Inner Circle, and just have it. Yes, yeah, simply you've got three kind of like for like replacements almost. You've got Daniel Garcia replacing Guevara, and then 2.0 replace uh, replacing um, LAX. So uh, and then obviously Hager and Jericho stay as they are. So. Um, yeah, I don't think they um, they need to be called the Jericho Appreciation Society, especially given that fact that it makes it a bit almost all about Jericho. Whilst mm. I think yeah, he does need to be the main guy in terms of speaking. I think then it kind of just sort of unsells Hager and the other guys really. Yeah, I think well, it, it kind of puts that because the inner circles to me it didn't seem like Jer- I know Jericho was the focal point, but it, didn't, it seemed like. Everybody had a say, and everybody was in charge. That's how the core was. There's nobody in charge. We're all the we're all, <laughs> we're all equal. I thought that, I got the feeling they're all equal in in a circle. But this is a vehicle, probably maybe la- the la- last run for Jericho. The vehicles get him to the top, and he's got his lackeys that will help him. <clears throat> yeah, I, I agree with that. And I think as well, it's a good way as well, potentially there's ever to be a split. He could always then try and put, I mean, I think we're probably going to get at some point a Jericho versus Guevara match as well. Yes, so, both of them. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy to see as well Jericho is kind of a heel again. Um, I love it. I think he's always been quite a heelish, albeit on, on commentary, because AEW doesn't like to forget about rivalries, which is no. which is good. <laughs> so like, if someone like Cassidy's in a fight goes, oh no, I hate these idiots. Yeah, <laughs> <hate this guy. laughs> so, uh, same with the best friends. Like, yeah, so he's always, yeah, he always does. I'm sure he'll probably still hate the guys he's feuded with as well, albeit when he was a face. So yeah, he'll be. Um, I'm all, I'm all for this. To be honest, I think yeah, you're right. It was probably time for a change, and it gets LAX on their own and. Yeah, see, Guevara's doing fine. I'd quite like to see him come out, though. Guevara, just for, like, try and make the save, but, mm. yeah. I suppose he had a match later on in the evening, so. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting if the LAX and Eddie stay together-ish, and then they, they could maybe bring in Conan as the manager of them. Because he kind of hinted that earlier in the year, because he appeared in the one of the stadium stampedes. Oh, yeah, I remember that, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I think as well with them, you don't need to necessarily have them as a stable, just have them as buddies, like. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes you can always just, yeah, be, be friends and just have each other's back here. And a bit like what Sting and Darby are kind of doing with Punk at the moment, not this, mm. like, just have mutual respect. So, yeah, you don't need to go and create, like, a new stable name or anything like that, but just simply have them as, yeah, as acquaintances. Definitely. And then, yes, Scorpio Sky defeated Sammy Guevara to become the TNT champion. Do you think it's going to be short? Title round, or do you think Wardlow's going to win it tomorrow or tonight? And then when you watch it, listening to this, oh, it's, it's a tough one. I think uh, is is it tonight? Ward, uh, sorry, uh, is it this I week? Think it, Ward, I, think, I think it was this week, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think. I, I, think I, I think it's tomorrow. See, I do feel like Wardlow. I suspect what will probably happen is he'll probably get screwed out by maybe MJF. Yeah, that's the only way I can think of it as happening. That way you keep the title on Scorpio Sky, you can have a bit of a run with it, and, yeah, you can get Wardlow into a high-profile feud without sort of getting buried from the off. So there's easy, mm. there's an easy way to to say, to sort of save that, rather than having, as you say, Wardlow lose straight away or Sky losing straight away. So there's there's easy ways you can get out of that. Um, but, yeah, no, I think uh, just generally really happy for Sky, though. I mean, he's been sort of been great in AEW since the off mm-hmm. with SCU and then uh, the split. Um, so I think it's a well over, well sort of a, yeah, uh, well deserved run, albeit a bit long overdue. So um, yeah, I'm, I think, and I saw, I think that was sort of shared over sort of what I've seen over social media. I think generally, I think there was a lot of consensus that it was long overdue. Mm-hmm. Sky winning about, but no point in focusing on, on the past, it's the here and now, and he's champion. Hopefully, yeah, we get to see some some good matches and sort of again prolong his sort of uh, yeah. Him as a sort of a heel, as a heelish wrestler. So that like fact that they still carry around two TNT championships just tap one. Makes no sense. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, that, I hope I hope that they potentially they just the American top team just bear being one mm-hmm. and just redesign kind of one. Um, I wouldn't even be surprised potentially as they. I, know, I suppose they are still on TNT, aren't they? Albeit on, I think it's Rampage that's on TNT, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. And Dynamite CBS. So yeah, there's probably no point. Yeah, I was, yeah, well, I could think maybe they might. Just, Change it to the television title as opposed to TNT. Then um, just doesn't really matter, does it? Yeah, I was, I was really surprised that he won. I, was, I, I, was, I thought, I don't know, Sammy will get really beaten up. So when he goes into the match with Ward, though, it, if he lost, it will look like well, I was really beaten up. Yeah, I was surprised that he won. But, and I, yeah, I, I think it's going to happen. What you, you, you said, MJA is going to cost Wardlow the match. So it'd be weird for. AEWs have a week-long reign. It's not what they do. No, no, no. Yeah, and it'd be a bit horrible for Scorpio's first single title in AEW to be a transitional champion. <laughs> so it's just, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think a good run. Yeah. American Top Team have grown on me. I, I wasn't a huge fan of Dan Lambert, but he's grown on me. If, it, if he if he keeps it short and concise, he's really good. It's when he rambles. I don't <laughs> I don't really like it, but. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I love Scorpio Sky. I love Ethan Page. Yeah, that new lady looks really cool. I can't remember Page Von something. She looks really good. Yeah, so it's yeah. really good to go forward. So. No, I'm a big fan of um, Dan Lambert. Yeah, as well. And, yeah, with, uh, with his mic work, I think it's great. So no, I'm I'm all for um I'm 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 really big yeah big fan of American Top Team. I think they yeah I think having them giving them a belt sort of yeah will only help. Mm. Yeah, he'll six. He's but he's good. And, He's an impact for a while. He's in, I thought he was in MLW for a while as well. So he's, he, he takes this American top team around 
we've had the heaps the gimmick, so it's quite, it's quite fun. But as I say, yeah, if he keeps the short and concise and doesn't ramble, I do quite enjoy his promos. So yeah. They've grown, they've grown on me. <laughs> Any other news you want to discuss? Um, I think that's about it in terms of news. Okay, cool. So, yeah, as I say, the news is in association with the best wrestling page on Facebook, the Pro Wrestling World. Um, it's dedicated to all things professional wrestling, WWE, AEW, Impact, Ring of Honor, Indie Wrestling. Link will be in the description below if you want to like the page. I'd recommend it. It's one of my favourites. This is Brian Adenson telling you to listen to Broken But Glorious Podcast. Okay, and to finish, Dave Meltzer has confirmed it will be Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins at WrestleMania um, 38, uh, speaking on the latest edition of um, the, the Wrestling Observer Radio. That's uh, right. Uh, Meltzer stated how everyone in WWE is under the pressure that not only will Cody be signing with WWE, but he'll be tangling. He'll be tangling with tangling. The word <laughs> tangling. Yeah, but he'll be tangling with Seth Rollins <laughs> at this year's showcase of the Immortals. Um, he said on the show, "Yeah, he's coming. I mean, that's it. He's coming. He's wrestling Seth at WrestleMania, unless something's changed." I don't expect for sure. Watch this lot, not thinking anything's changing. So that'd be a big match. I, I, I wouldn't have a clue. I, I, if that match happened, I'd really be really excited because I wouldn't have a clue who would win that match. And it'd be cause they've been kind of doing similar roles. Cody on AEW being the he thinks he's a face. He's doing all the, everything good, but fans not really liking him. And the Messiah gimmick is kind of similar. So it's like it'd be interesting. Yeah, I think when when we were when obviously the, the first news broke about Cody leaving AW, and then naturally, if you, as fans we do, we fancy book, and mm. I think yeah, with the natural one that everyone wanted was Cody versus Triple H, but you know for obvious reasons that's, that's that can't happen. So Seth is the next best thing. So um, given the fact as well we've not seen Steph or Seth have a, a concrete match confirmed. Um, the amount of hints we've seen dropped with Cody coming to WWE on Raw, mm. it, it all screams that this is going to happen. Um, I just, yeah, I, I just fall into this. Whether it's the sort of the the cynic of it, I just, I can't, I can't believe it until I see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, like, with CM Punk coming to AEW, I couldn't believe it until that Rampage episode. Uh, yeah, definitely, you definitely have to see that. <laughs> and to believe it, yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be really exciting. I really. Yeah, it was, it was quite exciting on Raw last night when <laughs> Seth came to me and he was like, I've got a great idea. I'll have a talk show as well, which <laughs> they called They had the match. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> and he said, I'll have a talk show as well. I thought he was going to introduce, like, The Rock or something. I'll bring in somebody else. But yeah, it's quite funny. I just tried to rob KO's idea. I thought it was hilarious. Um, the days of. Matches have been a source of the days, which some of them were quite interested in having both women's titles on the same on the Saturday night, which I thought was quite strange. I think they could have. Yeah, I thought them. they would space them out. Yeah, that was one that confused me a little bit. I think the fact that, and obviously, no, we know one will probably well one will main event the first night, but mm. yeah, I would have definitely had spaced them out over the over the course of two. I know there's sometimes there's this thing about the opening match of WrestleMania is just as big as the event these days so whether they want yeah, to open maybe. the women's match and finish on on Saturday and then equally for this next day they want to do the same with the men's have something have something big main open and have something big close 
Um, yeah, on the Saturday you could have Becky, Bianca open, and then Charlotte, Ronda close, and then maybe have Edge, AJ open this Sunday, and then yeah, Roman, Brock close. Close, yeah, and that's what I suspect we 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 may get. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was anything that confused me a little bit. I think, I, the, yeah, and I know there is there's the women's tag match on next day, so they're not doing still a complete women's one night than the others because that wouldn't, well, that obviously wouldn't work given there's more men than women on the roster. So yeah, um, Singer Nakamura and Rick Boogs are having a tag team title match. I don't know how they've qualified to have their championship match, but I'm guessing because the New Day can't have the match and there isn't a huge amount of tag teams about on SmackDown. <laughs> so. Yeah, but, I think. But, but I have been, I have enjoyed the Boogs Nakamura driving around America in that van advert every week. <laughs> 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 They're going off, yeah, fishing and you know, surfing and stuff. I've quite enjoyed them. But, well, they, they, you're absolutely right. There is a lack of, well, general tag teams, but even face tag teams. You're even, you're probably even small apart from, yeah, they, these two and the new days. No one else really is there. Face tag teams. No. I know they'd love to throw random ones together that we've seen, but, um, yeah, I think, but then even there's equally, there's not really many heel tag teams apart from, um, Corbin and Moss and, and, um, the Usos. Mm. Um, yeah. so yeah, there, there is a lack of tag teams on, on SmackDown as a whole, which is why I'm surprised they haven't actually gone down the route of unifying these two. I know they're unifying the main belt. I thought they'd have probably tried to unify. The other belts, whether they're just going to do this over the course of time, maybe over uh, the next few months of, of unifying, rather than they didn't want to take kind of the unification away from the main match. So yeah, they can do that. They have that many inter- um, pay per views. They can just have unifications on. Yeah, just casually have one at SummerSlam and have one at. Yeah, I think I think the women's division will be need. I like. I think they. I've been saying this for years on the show. I think they have the main title and a, and a mid card title. And if they still want to have tag team titles, do it that way because there isn't enough women to have two main titles. So. Yeah. Even yeah, they they, they unify the women's and yeah, bringing like a new belt, like a mid card kind of one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think it's working really well in AEW. Hundred percent. I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm sure they could easily get. Um, they could easily come out of the belt. Yeah, even like call it the women's television title or something. Yeah. Uh, it would be, or the women's Fox title. <laughs> That'd be a bit of a steal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, it would easily, they could easily come up with one. So, um, yeah, I would, I'd like to see that. I'm sure we will get that further down the line as well. Yeah. Um, so there's five matches announced for each day. Do you reckon two more each day or maybe three more each day? We haven't done a US title or Intercontinental title yet. Yeah, I think the US title, we're probably going to get Balor against uh, Priest. I think that's the way they, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I think that's the way they're going to go down for that. And then hopefully the Ricochet one, they can probably try and get away with doing a a multi-man ladder match, like we've mentioned earlier, Mm -hmm. um, as a tribute. I'm sure they, well, I can't see why they really wouldn't, like a Razor Ramon tribute match, a a multi-man ladder match, I think could go, could work well. You've also got the Cody Seth. And then it's what else do you want to do? Do you want to do? You want to do we have the two battle royals, the men's and the women's. I, I don't know. The RK Bro versus someone. Ah, uh, yeah. That could be. I that think... could be a fatal four. Way the way it's going. Oh, yeah. at least a, a triple threat. They could have the Street Profits and Academy and RK Bro. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's where they'll go for the Raw women's uh, Raw, Raw, Raw women's Raw men's tag team as well. 
Yeah, I can't think of anything else to do they could really do. Oh, and I suppose you've also the one I'm, I'm looking at the matches already now. But it hasn't included obviously the um, the KO show as well, and yeah. that will that'll be kind of a match in itself, albeit um, it's not. Well, it'll be a brawl, so I'm sure that will go on for about a good fifteen twenty minutes as well. I suspect. Could they have it as a talk show on the Saturday, and it goes gets so heated that he challenges? I to was a thinking that did go through my mind. Um, I, that would be pretty cool given they have they have keep saying that this is would he really what else can Austin really do a match 19 years so I wouldn't say that's impossible from happening so he, looked, he looked in pretty good shape when he did that promo when he came in very good shape he still cut the promo exquisite promo so, mm-hmm. so I think he's yeah. last time I saw him he was getting a bit tubby but, well by, by <laughs> Stone Cold standards but he looked he looked, he looked pretty trim he would still be able to open up a, a big can of whoop ass on anyone. He's never been, yeah, well, as I say, well, well, since, since he's been stone cold, he's never been the most technical wrestler anyway. He's been a lot of kicks and punches, so. That's the thing, he's Barbara, well, his style is Barb, like, almost like a Barb rule. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I think it, yeah. Hopefully, if his neck's all right, then they could potentially go into a, a match the next night. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's, I'd like that. <laughs> No, I could love that as well. Stone Cold is, I don't know how Stone Cold is, he's six and Stone Cold is his favourite wrestler. Going <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back to the classics, yeah. Yeah, we were, yeah. He's obsessed with Rumble, so he just watches everything. When I was a kid, Rock was my favourite, but as I got older, I, I think I accept Stone Cold probably was the better one. When I was a kid, it was The Rock, but now as a grown man, I think, yeah, Stone Cold is my favourite of all time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's like the superheroes when Superman's your favourite when you're younger, but when you get older, Batman becomes your favourite. Well, that's it. I think as well, we've kind of already had The Rock's amazing return. I had that ten years ago with the sign kind of thought would happen, so now it's, yeah, all about Stone Cold. And it wouldn't even have to be that long a match, because it's just five, six minutes. Oh, yeah, you don't. Everyone yeah. love it, so. That's the thing, and you certainly won't want it to then become like a Goldberg where we have to keep having this every, uh, like, three months. We know he won't, so. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and Kevin Owens is probably one of the safest workers you could work with if you're worried about necks and knees and stuff, so, yeah. Yeah, I, I think they could do it. It'd be fun. You know, yeah, I do keep hearing and they shouldn't be stopped bringing old people back, but <laughs> he's there. <laughs> so, yeah, he might, I mean, if he wants to do it, yeah, as long as it doesn't take, yeah, as you said, don't turn into the Goldberg where he wins the championship. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, don't, don't go bring people back to beat your big stars. Like, it's still, still, it's going to annoy me forever that the Goldberg beat the Fiend. It's like, the uh, whole point is bring him in to put the Fiend over. They should have done my book and have a six foot tall husk as the pig boy. But fuck about him. <laughs> but yeah, I'm really excited. So, when, when's that? It won't be next. Won't be next week. Our predictions. Next no, week? Uh, two weeks time. Two weeks. Time. Two I was thinking. I was looking at this earlier. Funny enough. So, yeah, it'll be two two weeks time. The predictions. Yes, that'll be fun. <laughs> perfect card again. Oh yes, that'll be fun. We'll do perfect, we'll perfect card next week. Yeah, yeah, perfect card next week, and then predictions for the takeover and the WrestleMania week after. I guess. Yes, yeah, we'll do a little mini WrestleMania series. That'll be fun. Yeah, so we'll do it in do we do it in reverse order of what we did it last year. So like I think we picked the championship match last last year. So we were left with like maybe rubbish championship matches. <laughs> so we did the like the world championship match first. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, let's do that. Hopefully Lance will be back next week as well. So there's, no... there's no football next week, so he has to. He's got no <laughs> excuse. Right, shall we leave it there? Yeah, sounds good. Cool. So, if you enjoy our show, follow us on Twitter. It's BBG Wrestling. Yeah, our website's bbgwrestling.com. And please like the Pro Wrestling World Facebook page. It's dedicated to all things wrestling. Links will be in the description below the podcast. And yeah, um, as, as always, got loads of fun interviews lined up in the near future. So all on the way to WrestleMania, baby. All roads lead to the yes. most stupendous two-night event. Stupendous. Stupid word. <laughs> You've seen the, the, the most... Uh, that ad, the, the promo where it's Pat McAfee just shouting loads of words. Um, I must have, cause I've seen Rose Smackdown for the last couple of weeks. Literally just shout. I was, I was trying to send it to you, but it was literally just him shouting, stupendous, magnificent, brilliant, breathtaking. <laughs> <laughs> literally just, uh, yeah, just shouting, just shouting words. <laughs>